The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Hockey's almost here. We kick it off in a week, and uh, hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. Andy McNeil put together the decent hockey season prep guide. Available now. Strategies, best bets for the season, in-depth analysis, predictions for teams, players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three new things every new NHL better should know. It's a must-have. Hockey fans and people new to the NHL and uh, new betters. Give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, we'll begin this hour talking some college football. Drew Butler joins the program, played at Georgia, was a two-time All-American, played in the NFL for a handful of years as well. I'm told he's still good from 60 on a good day. Yeah. Uh, and he's also the host of the Punt and Pass podcast with uh, former Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm. How are you today, Drew? Thanks for the time. Yeah, I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, fall is here officially. October this weekend, I'm fired up. This is big. It's a huge, I mean, this SEC schedule alone, I think the card nationally is outstanding, but the SEC is so deep this year with so many good matchups, and we're really going to get that to begin the month of, month of October. Can you see, like, a, a, are we, can some teams shock the world? Can Kentucky beat Ole Miss outright? Is Arkansas going to give Alabama a game? Can they have a chance to win it late? Can maybe with A&M, Miss State, your thoughts here on the SEC card this weekend? Yeah, the SEC card obviously is stacked this weekend, starting right at noon with number seven Kentucky going to Oxford to take on Ole Miss. That line is is interesting because Kentucky's obviously touchdown dog, having been a top 10 ranked team. And then Alabama, Arkansas a year ago. What a matchup that was. Uh, I'm looking at that Texas A&M Mississippi State game, but the LSU Auburn game sticks out to me as well. LSU playing a lot better now under Brian Kelly. Auburn's been turning the ball over at such a rapid pace. It's amazing that they've actually won three games. So I would circle that game. A lot of chatter down there about Brian Harson and his coaching future on the plane. So could they win upset, technically speaking, LSU and Harson stick around for a little bit longer. It'll be a great weekend of action in the SEC. Well, you gave this out when you came in studio about Ole Miss with the win total over. You yeah. pointed to the schedule and the offense has been great here. Uh, and what they did last week, you're right with the point spread, but if they win this game, we could be looking at 8-0, and an 8-0 start for Old Miss. Yeah, we talked about it this summer. I mean, their early schedule alluded to the fact that they needed to start off strong, and they've actually started games really well, too. I mean, they, they blew out Tulsa in the first half last week. That's why all those fans left the stadium, and then Coach Kiffin had to say yeah. it looked like a high school game <laughs> when they ran out of the tunnel coming out of the second half. It won't be like that this weekend. I mean, that place is going to be rocking. It's a nationally televised game. 
a top 15 matchup. I would expect Ole Miss to still start out fast, though. I know Chris Rodriguez is back for Kentucky, but I still have a lot of questions about Kentucky and big game spots. I, I really do. You look back historically in the Mark Stoops era, especially with Will Levis. Yeah, of course, they beat Florida a couple weeks ago. Yes, that was a, a big win for Kentucky. I like Ole Miss at home here. I, I really do. I think they're going to get off to a fast start, and I'm not sure Kentucky's offense has the firepower to keep up with them inside mm. Vaught Hemingway. Yeah. Yeah, good points there. Uh, we're both surprised by this. We agree, rather. But not only is Miss State favored, but they're taking money. And I, I think this is the game type of game that Leach gets beat and loses. But maybe it's anti-A&M with this gauntlet they've had to go through with App State, Miami, and then the Arkansas game. And now you have to go on the road and take on Miss State. Who do you like in that game? Yeah, I mean, the Arkansas-Texas A&M game last weekend was just wild. Uh, that field goal, and with it being in an NFL stadium and the uprights being taller than your typical college football stadium, it's it's wild how that game ended up. But Mike Leach has familiarity with Texas A&M, relatively speaking, from his days at Texas Tech. Starkville's a tough place to play. The Cowbells are for real, and A&M is in a true letdown spot, like you just said. They've played that gauntlet. They've showed that they are certainly vulnerable with losing to App State. You know, with Mississippi State as the home favorite, Mississippi State's taking the money. Do you do you fade the trendy? I mean, I, I don't know where to go with this game specifically, but in a big game spot, I would probably lean towards Texas A&M's athletes on defense. I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get from a Mississippi State offense. You probably drop eight, rush three, put the game in Will Rogers' hands and and make them beat you with what you would expect through the air. I would lean towards A&M with the points. I don't know if that's going to be the square side uh, before kickoff on Saturday, but I like Jimbo Fisher. I like A&M in that spot. I think they can stay focused in Starkville and get the job done. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Drew Butler is our guest, a former kicker at Georgia and in the NFL, and he's the host of the Punt and Pass podcast with Jake Fromm. Bama right now, laying 17.5 on the road yeah. against Arkansas. Arkansas coming off. Uh, man, that, that that had to hurt to lose to A&M like that. They should have won the game. They did not. And now they got to bounce up off the mat and take on Alabama. Um, Alabama's not been great on the road going back to last year. What do you think of this mm-hmm. point spread? It's a huge point spread, obviously. And I hate looking back on last year, right? Last year, this game was a shootout. Alabama won 42-35. to 35. I don't know if the hangover hangover effect is going to be real for Arkansas, but think about what happened to Arkansas a year ago, right? They start off hot, they get into the top 10, they lose that game to Georgia, and then the wheels fell off. I thought last week would be a great opportunity for them to say, hey, this year's going to be different, and it probably should have been. Can they right the ship and keep this game close or perhaps beat Alabama? I think that's too tall of a task. Bryce Young threw for 560 yards and five touchdowns against Arkansas a year ago. Alabama has covered three games this season, albeit against lesser opponents, of point spreads of 40-plus. That's crazy. Now, I know they haven't played that well on the road. I think Alabama now getting into the SEC schedule has figured out kind of who they are. I know they don't have the same weapons as they had last year on the perimeter. But I would lay the 17 and a half here. I think this is a true hangover spot for Arkansas, and Alabama is ready to rock and roll in the SEC. We've seen uh, NC State pull m- many upsets at home. Do you trust them on the road to uh, keep it close and maybe uh, surprise Clemson? You know, NC State's not afraid of Clemson. I found this fascinating. This is the 87th meeting between these two teams, the first time ever that they're both ranked in the top 10. NC State beat a top 10 ranked Clemson team last year. They beat Clemson in Death Valley years ago when Clemson was at the top of their dynasty. Uh, It seems like Hurricane Ian's not going to be as big of a factor as maybe it was expected earlier on in the week, but probably a sloppy field, college game day. I think this game might be lower scoring than people might anticipate. I liked what DJU did, putting the team on his back a week ago to get that overtime victory against Wake Forest. Clemson's defense looked a little suspect. I think this game's close. I would take the six and a half with NC State. Wouldn't be surprised if NC State was uh, was able to win this game. This is a huge spot for Devin Leary to say, I'm for real, NC State's for real, and you know, Clemson hasn't covered a game since week one against Georgia Tech. So yeah. I would lean toward NC State here. So anytime that you want to bet Iowa, doesn't matter really who they play, <laughs> where they played. It's a hold your nose game. Your friends might want to talk you off the ledge, actually, when you're, gonna, when you're ready to fire on that ticket. However, it is a house of horrors for top five teams to go to Knick and yeah. play. I mean, going back, I think it's like since 2008, I want to say. Has it been good? I mean, they have one loss that was by two points, and that was to a loaded Penn State offense, by the way, with Saquon Barkley. And others, and we saw Michigan last week. 
after playing that super easy schedule filled with cupcakes until they played Maryland, they struggled a little bit against the Terps. So this number now is um, still, what is it, at uh, 10 and a half, 11 uh, on mm-hmm. the game? Too high for the Wolverines? You know, I think so. It's J.J. McCarthy's first ever road start, too. I, I mean, I don't know if that's been talked about enough. Michigan's quarterback, Kinnick Stadium, is going to be rocking and rolling. And as you just said, Iowa 5-1 and one in their last six home games against AP top five ranked teams. That's unbelievable. And they beat number two Michigan in 2016. Jim Harbaugh never won a game inside Kinnick Stadium as a player or a coach. Look, I know Iowa's offense is anemic. It's abysmal. But they've got the number one ranked total defense in the country. Going back to J.J. McCarthy's first ever road start. I think 11 is just too much here. I would hold my nose, close one eye, and take Iowa plus 11. <laughs> okay, there you go. You, you, we, have, we have to get an NFL play because you're 11-4 and four in the circuit contest. What's your top NFL pick? Yeah, Clint Bowling and I, we've got a team in the circuit contest. Clint Bowling, former eight-year NFL vet. Uh, we're 11-4 and four right now, so we got to have a big week here in, in week four. Uh, we like the Raiders. You know, Raiders are oh. in an absolute must-win spot at home. Uh, 0-3, obviously, so they're one of our plays. I was just listening to you guys in the segment before we jumped on. You gave us a little bit of worry about some Falcon stats because we like the Falcons at home, too, against the Browns with a lot of injuries on the Browns. Um, and then I'm trying to talk Clint into the Vikings. Uh, on, on mm-hmm. Sunday morning in London. I like Look, Jameis that. Winston, if he plays and he's turning the ball over, I think the Vikings, if Dalvin Cook is healthy, they can run the ball, slow the game down, um, and take care of business in London. What's that, uh, the number, top of your head, do you know the number on that Vikings game in the contest? I think it's two and a half. Vikings uh, laying two and a half. Okay, now up to three as well, so there's a little bit of that. You guys like the Falcons. I was considering the Falcons with a play on my, on my card this weekend as well. Why, do, why did you like them originally? You know, coming home, uh, I, I we've been covering the Falcons a lot in Atlanta. I, I like Arthur Smith's demeanor. Um, you can get a sense that this team has a lot of faith in the locker room. They should have beaten the Saints, right? They should. They gave a great run against the Los Angeles Rams. They played two playoff contending teams and gave them both really good runs. Stayed out west, beat the Seahawks, tried to give it away, but they got the victory. You get to 2-2 two and two against the team like the Browns, led by Jacoby Brissett, who are dealing with a lot of injuries, you start to kind of get that momentum inside the locker room and say, okay, we could actually make something out of this 2022 season. I think the total before the season was six or seven games. Um, I like what the Falcons are doing. It seems like they're kind of finding the identity of who they are. And Cordero Patterson, man, number two in the league in rushing. Look, you can run the ball in the NFL. You have a chance every Sunday. Yeah. Are you guys also in Survivor? We are not in Circus Survivor, but we're in a Survivor still. I think it started with about 130 teams, and we're already down to like 18. Yeah, well, that makes that makes sense mm-hmm. then. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Drew Butler again, and uh, get the podcast, Punt and Pass podcast with former Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm. Love talking to you, man. Good luck this weekend. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. Yeah, be good. Thank you. There you go. Drew Butler, two-time All-American at Georgia. Imagine A&M gets beat. Then you think on Bama, you'll be 3-3. Three and three. <laughs> with all that talk about the money and NIL and I all am? this talent that they have and you're paying your coach $100 million, they'd be 3-3 three and because three they're not beating Bama. No. No, that's not going to happen. No. Oh, boy. There's going to be some serious regret there. Although oh, giving there them are, much there's money. already buyer's remorse. Probably. Yes. But we'll touch on the three afternoon games coming up on Sunday. I have a hell of a stat when this team is a big dog, but does it mean what it used to? The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, the First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport, secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Please sign up now. The afternoon games here coming up on Sunday. The Broncos are playing the Raiders. And right now, you can find the, the Raiders still at 2.5. The total is 45.5. Desperation City for Las Vegas taking on Denver. Denver, 2-1. and one. I, I mean, you can make the case they could be 1-2, and 3-0, and oh, whatever. 2-1 and one might be right. And the Raiders, they've played one game so far at home, and they absolutely blew it to the mm-hmm. Cardinals a couple of weeks back. Yep. And now Derek Carr, who's been struggling, did you know that it's a team-friendly contract? In meaning that if they want to get out of it at the end of the year, they can. Sure. Um, yeah. Prediction: the Raiders will abs. If this continues to go like this, and this is going to be Captain Obvious checking in, the Raiders will be one of the many teams looking for a first-round quarterback. Are we sure McDaniel's knows what he's doing? Not at this point. That's I would another. say Cars Cars in more trouble than McDaniel's. Well, you, right, I know, because they just hired him. But the fact that you already have the closed-door meeting with the owner and the guys lost eleven of twelve games. As a head coach, they are 26th in passing and 28th overall in offense. That, that is shocking, and that cannot continue, which leads me to this. Where are the points coming from? Because Denver is uh, 31st in scoring. They and are. I, I, I say they should be 3-0. I mean, they did fumble twice at the 1 in the Monday night loss to Seattle. So this defense has been great. Uh, at some point, you think the offense is going to improve, and Wilson will get going, um, but it's been tough to watch how bad they have been offensively, but I think they'll get it figured out. But it's also the uh, season-on-the-line angle for the Raiders, too, which you could have said last week, but here it's like, forget I mean, they lose this game. <laughs> I mean, I, you make the playoffs last year, you improve the team on paper, and they're going to start 0-4, possibly? Sure. So they're, they're a popular pick uh, with, you know, the save-the-season type deal and, and even survivor talk, too, talking to other people. But I, I, I like the under. So the Raiders have two sacks on the year. Both by Crosby. That's it, two. The Broncos have nine, and they're top seven in adjusted sack rate on defense. Also, there's this advanced metrics, football outsiders, passing, defense, DVOA. Mm -hmm. The Broncos are number four overall. This secondary is legit, and uh, this to me is going to, it could absolutely frustrate Derek Carr on Sunday, just because to your point, I mean, he's had one really good year in his career. That's it, and he's never, again, Nine years now in the league, has never won a playoff game. That's big, right? I think if they miss the playoffs this year and it continues on this path, they have to go in a different direction next year. Don't care. You can't, you can't get a decade in today's football with a guy who can't even, who barely gets you the playoffs and he can't win a playoff game. Yep. Check the status of Renfro. That's enormous. And I just don't understand what's going on with Adams here. How you go from 17 targets now to not even getting looks the yep. last couple of games. Now, having said all that, I, I do like the Raiders. I'm with Drew Butler in the previous segment. The Raiders will be another team that's going to be on my card this weekend. They're 6-0 at home to Denver going back as well. And uh, they, mm-hmm. for what it's worth, they have scored first in eight of their last nine games against the Broncos. They're minus 130 to score in this game. This is an, the U game, and I know, must win does not mean must mm-hmm. bet or they will win. You have to have this game. You have to. Yep. Now, I am a little bit concerned, too, because how many Broncos fans are going to be here? Plenty. 20,000, probably? Bronco Nation, absolutely. Yep. So they're going to be loud, and they're going to let it be known that they're uh, going to be here as well. The Patriots are at the Packers. 
The Packers are 16-1 straight up as favorites against the AFC, and they have played four straight unders at Lambeau. And uh, as predicted, this team was going to be an under team to begin with. Well, now it's 40-and-a-half in this game, and they're laying nine now, back under the key number of 10. They got good news with Mac Jones that uh, I don't think he plays with the small chance that he plays, but it's not going to be, okay, IR time. They got the good news there. But how would you compare Hoyer to Cam Newton when Newton was in New England? Because Hoyer's lost 11 in a row, 39 starts in his 14-year career. The last time he started, he was benched. Cam had COVID. He was benched. They put Stidham in in that game against the Chiefs. He was not good that year. No, so that's why you go back to because Belichick they won they won games that year, they missed the playoffs, but they had zero. Uh, the passing offense was non-existent, and Cam was horrendous throwing the ball. It was more run it, play defense, that type of thing. But that's I, I don't know what do I, I don't expect much out of Hoyer's. What I'm saying, yeah. I think there's a yeah. big drop off between Mac and Hoyer, and I think the Packers are going to steamroll. Okay, let's hear from Bill Belichick. He had a back and forth with reporters on Mac Jones this week. Day by day, he's getting better. See how it goes. Day by day. Does he have a high ankle sprain? Day by day. What do I look like? A doctor? An orthopedic surgeon? Like, I don't know. Talk to the medical experts. What are the medical experts on staff said to you? Day by day. <laughs> okay, there you go. If you, if you watched House of Dragon on Sunday night, you have a better chance getting uh, the guys to talk that they rip their tongues out of than <laughs> yeah. Bill Belichick, oh, right? God. Okay, so does this mean anything? I know, and I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. So the biggest dogs for the Patriots under Bill Belichick going back the last 20 years, they were catching 11 at KC in 2020. They lost by six. They were catching nine at Arizona in 2016. That was a Jimmy Garoppolo game in week one. They went on the road and won it outright. They were catching nine at Houston in 2009. They lost by seven. So he's been great at covering. Does it mean anything? No. I said earlier this week, that's that's enough. We don't need to hear any more of these Bill Belichick numbers. Yep, because most of them, those ones you just gave, uh, not not examples, but right, most of the stuff he's done is with Brady. Yep. So now going on the road, and again with all the questions with the offense and Hoyer's – lackluster performance and his, his career uh, backup for most of his career. I can't see it. I, I don't see how they – and I'll tell you, the, the Dobbs is emerging as the one now. That's his Rodgers' go-to guy too, not Lazard. So it, it appears to be the case. That's right. But nothing down the field. It's more short with the passing attack. But I don't. it turns out I don't think it matters who, the, who he's throwing to, that they're still going to win games. It was all dink and dunk to Dobbs last week, but he had, yeah. what, eight catches on eight targets. Now here was the good news for Green Bay this week. Lazard, he did go, but he was limited. A.J. Dillon was full yesterday. Christian Watson came back. He practiced now back-to-back days. The bad news, after practicing, he was limited on Wednesday. Their star cornerback, Jair Alexander, did not practice yesterday. So that's a bad sign after what happened to him last week and not playing. But I just I don't see this Patriots offense doing much. I will say the Patriots defense is pretty good. And Rodgers and this this offense, they're not exactly lighting the world on fire as we speak. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lamar did whatever he wanted last week, but uh, that's also Lamar. But that's, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're firing they, all cylinders, they Packers have to, or not. In, in order to save the season, they have to get good news on Mac, and he's got to be in there in the next week or two. Because yep. there are winnable games coming up. Okay, so you got that stretch where they play the Jets two times in three weeks. Uh, there's a Cleveland in there. There's a Detroit in there. So they got to get this guy back. And I, w- I was told... Our, our, our buddies in Calgary, uh, they, they used to know some NHL players. They said, I'd rather it be broken than the high ankle sprain. Just how damn painful yeah. it is. Yep. So that's what he's dealing with. Okay, so am I nuts here? Uh, you've heard me talk about how much I dislike this Arizona team this season, going back to before the season even started. Not a fan whatsoever. Can't stand the coach. Think the quarterback stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, That's saying something. Just how much money they gave them. No, I know. <laughs> But how do I not bet the Cardinals on a six-point teaser this week? They're catching one and a half at Carolina. Is Carolina going to blow this team out? The Panthers are 0-7 ATS versus teams with a losing record. And oh, by the way, the Cardinals have won nine out of their last 11 road games outright. Yeah, This team is much better. Now, they were down and out, and they were totally buried against the Raiders. But they never let up. They never quit. And that's when Murray turned into the magic man. 
and uh, came back to win that game in overtime. I don't like that bet. You don't like uh, Cardinals on the— Because everyone's moved it on them through the air. And I, I know with how bad Carolina's been on offense and with Mayfield, but they're they're 30th against the pass and 31st in scoring defense. Oh. I, th- I think Carolina—I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina wins by 10. You would not? No, really? I wouldn't. They, no. They, they're capable of blowing out a team like Arizona. Oh, man, I, I'm not so sure about that. I agree with the move on this one. And Carolina now the favorite. Well, that that's okay, I but I mean, I... The other thing, now Tepper came, he gave a rule a, a vote of confidence. Maybe it could be the kiss of death. But now saying, I'm not I'm not looking to fire him so soon. Give him a chance. What do you think of this? Uh, Bruce Feldman, covers college football, sent out a new list of uh, coaches that might be the right guy for the Nebraska job. He's got like 15 guys listed. Yeah. But on that list is Matt Rule. Yeah, that'd be a good fit. I think so, too. After what he did, Temple and Baylor? Absolutely. I, I what, think he, it, what he took over at Baylor, that was a mess. I think Nebraska fans should be ecstatic yes. if that if they would land him as a coach. And right. I think everybody knows that he's probably a better college coach than a guy well, at the NFL level. Well, here's the other thing. I'm confident Carolina moves the ball. What am I going to get out of Murray? You don't like him in the offense. I mean, again, they were pitching a shutout last week at home in the fourth quarter against the Saints. So I could see them forcing some turnovers and holding him in check and holding him down. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, it's 17-3. I, I got to do it. I have to do it. Okay. I, I, I'm i listening to you. I hear you. Be careful. Um, I'm, I'm putting notes. I'm making mental notes, notes right now from what you're saying, but I still have to do it. Well, the I, other thing is this, this, incra- this crazy run on the road, right? That's right. What they've done. I mean, yes. that, that doesn't make any sense. Arizona's been better on the road than at home. Player props and other bets for the weekend. It, it could be ugly. Look, I mean, it might be like, boy, who's he betting this weekend? Adam Chernoff on the program coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go to book. Every line boost, how special, lace it up for the parlay insurance and touchdown insurance offer every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night. Get your money back as a free bet if they scored any time. BetRivers.com or download the app at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Okay, here we go. Our buddy, friend of the show, joins us twice a week on Tuesdays, early bets, and then a look at the other stuff that he's added and is still on the board here during this time on Fridays. Adam Chernoff is the voice of the Simple Handicap Podcast, where you can get wherever you listen, download, and uh, subscribe to your podcast, and also Covers.com does a great job with the uh, halftime shows with what he likes to look at for the second half. Um, so you, you, you maybe hinted at this on Tuesday that it could be ugly this week. Well, don't, it doesn't get any uglier than this bears giants matchup, uh, that we have. What did you decide to do with this game, Adam? Yeah, I, I've been on the show now for three or four seasons. I seldom, if ever have said, let's just, as we go through these, take it a little bit easy from the betting side, because it is slim this week with all the injuries and so many things back and forth. Of the games we're going to talk about, by far my favorite for Sunday is the Chicago Bears. They're getting a field goal. Um, I don't believe that the Giants should be in this spot laying this big of a number with the current state of their skill position players. Yesterday morning was really kind of the tipping point for this. And as it stands right now, the wide receivers for the Giants are going to be, here we go, (laughs) Richie James, David Sills, Darius Slayton, and then whatever is left of Kenny Galladay. And so to to me, putting that team on the field, laying a field goal against anyone in the league, especially when you're the Giants that you're 2-1 and one on the season, but you haven't got out to a lead against anybody, and that was in much more favorable situations. That's just ugly all the way around for the Giants. And so without Tony, without Wandale Robinson or any sort of upside in these skill guys, that's tough. And the other name I'm keeping an eye on that still would probably going to make this number move a little bit is Leonard Williams in the middle of that defensive yes. line. He yes. didn't, he didn't, yeah, he didn't play against the Cowboys. Dallas ran all over them. Mm-hmm. And so without their best run stopper in the middle of that defensive line, if the Bears want to keep doing what they're doing and say, we're just going to run the ball, forget about the pass, well, that probably is going to work out pretty well for them with Herbert in the backfield if there's no Williams in the middle of that D line. So we'll get that news. Little less than two hours, about ninety minutes. We'll know for sure if he doesn't practice again. This is just too big of a number for the Giants to be laying. Okay, now you feel the same way about Detroit. So this is a uh, new territory for the Lions. Last thirty-one games, two wins by six plus. 
and the numbers come down. Uh, they, they have a bad defense. We know that. But finally we're favored, covered against Washington. But now you don't have Swift, and you might not have St. Brown. What do you think of Seattle? There you go. You mentioned it perfect. That's like the role change that we're seeing with a few of these teams in these spots. So the Lions have been a very good underdog to a lot of people watching this show this season and last season as well. Now you're putting them in a spot where they have to go out, cover four points. I know the Seahawks defense is one of the worst units in the league. It has been terrible through the first couple of weeks. However, when you're putting trust in this Lions offense, if you're doing it this week, to cover that number, to get out to a lead, to hold that lead and cover at the end of the game, you're going to be doing it without Swift. There's a chance you're going to be doing it without St. Brown. But the injury report goes further than that. DJ Chark practiced Wednesday, hurt his ankle, did not practice yesterday. DJ Hawkinson was a limited participant yesterday after not practicing on Wednesday. And then there's three offensive linemen who have hit the injury report as well. So it's running back number one, Wide receiver number one, wide receiver number two, tight end number one, not 100%, and a couple offensive linemen, not 100%. All of a sudden, you're you're putting a lot of stock in an offense that's much weaker than we've seen it the last couple of weeks without some skill guys. Again, it's just this role change where you're taking an underdog that's been popular, putting them in a favorite position. As bad as Seattle is, it's just too many points on this one. Okay, so... That makes sense, but now you have to sell me on the commanders here. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. This, this one's going to be tough work. Give it your best shot. It's similar situation, right? So the Dallas Cowboys, they make the switch to Cooper Rush after um, the Buccaneers' first half. Um, Dak Prescott goes out. They end up scoring three points. Week number two, they're playing against the Bengals. They're a big underdog. They get out to a lead. That game gets a lot tighter down the stretch. All of a sudden, they, again, it's a good underdog that covers. Week three against the Giants on Monday Night Football. It was still the Cowboys in an underdog role against a very bad Giants team. And that was a game that was competitive and tight throughout. Giants had a lead in the second half. Cowboys come back. It's just a spot where now we're we're looking at this. We're saying, here's Cooper Rush and this Cowboys team. They were a good underdog back-to-back weeks. They covered for everybody. Get really popular. Now they're the three-point favorite, and they're playing a Washington Commanders team that has done nothing the last two weeks to kind of push that Dallas price out a little bit further. And so I'm looking at this, and I'm with you. I'm like, Washington is a really bad football team, but are we certain about anything here that the Cowboys should be laying this big of a number to almost anybody in the league? I think it's getting pushed out a little bit too far, and I think maybe the Washington situation a little bit over-exaggerated. So it's kind of similar to the other two games we just talked about. Like, these are not good football teams that I'm betting on, but they're playing sort of equally bad football teams, and they're getting, I think, just too many points. So Washington, another really just ugly bet this week, but that is one that I think you can get too many points with. So they're getting a field goal. I think that's too high against the Cowboys. All right. In a game last year, that one of the big reasons the Chargers missed the playoffs, late in the year they went to Houston and got destroyed. Uh, I, I've been disappointed with Mills in the offense so far with Houston. I know you don't like the defense. It's a mass unit with the Chargers. All these guys hurt. Check the status of Jackson and Allen. But what do you think of uh, L.A. now uh, coming off the horrible performance against Jacksonville, laying five at Houston? Yeah, I think that performance last week for the Chargers really had an influence on this line because the Herbert injury against the Chiefs, when it happened, it was deemed obviously as the cartilage injury, but the sort of fallback from that from a betting perspective was Herbert's going to keep playing. There is a chance that he sits out next week, not because it's an injury that could get worse physically, but just because it's a pain tolerance issue. And so he obviously he didn't look himself, but the timeline on this injury for Herbert to get back to sort of full health or be in a playing state without having to grit through a lot was going to be this week as expected. And so this number came down off of the seven. It's now down to the Chargers minus five. But Herbert's a full participant in practice. He did everything yesterday because this was the expectation on when he would return. So he's in a spot where he's probably going to be as good as we've seen him on this game Thursday. Now, Keenan Allen is trending towards playing. J.C. Jackson 
much more questionable than Allen. Same thing with Corey Lindsley on the offensive line. But I just, I look at this again, and like the numbers coming down, I think because of how bad Herbert and the Chargers looked, but this is a much easier opponent for them to face in the Houston Texans. They just lost to the Bears outright, who was just a terrible team. We were talking about getting a field goal on the road at the Giants. This is also a Houston team. They closed as a 10.5-point dog against the Broncos, who we know is a very bad football team. Now seeing the Chargers within the division, this is an L.A. team that I think everybody knows, despite even some of the injuries, is probably a better team than the Denver Broncos. It's a huge disparity between what we saw um, this Texans team priced at two weeks ago versus where they are now. But this is a Houston team, bottom three in offense through three weeks bottom two in defense through two weeks. Everyone's moving the ball on Houston. I don't know why the Chargers with Herbert, it's going to be close to full health, can't move the ball again. I think this number's really short here at minus five. Should be back towards the touchdown. So I'll lay the points here with LA. All right, very good. <clears throat> very good. You can follow. Go ahead, Paul. Follow the money. You got this. You're making it oh, no. through. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Adam. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. There Check you to you next week. Simple Handicap Podcast, everything with Covers.com and uh, the openers, Brad Powers, and uh, everything they do with Covers as well. And uh, listen to the podcast. Boy, these a lot of those are some hold-your-nose games. I mean, this is these are some Well, he just dogs. rattled them all off, wow. yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I can't get over the Bears numbers. They've completed 23 passes. They've attempted 45. Fields has a completion percentage of 51%. Last week, their best rushing performance since the mid-'80s. Well, I think cause for concern. He mentioned the Williams injury. Dallas ran all over him on the Monday night game. So this is what Chicago does well. Yep. But this, some of these, wow. Incredible. I want to find um, Herbert to lead the league in rushing this week. You think that'll be offered? For he sure. Be part of the field? For sure. No, no, he'll be offered. Okay, yeah? Yeah, because Montgomery's been yeah. banged up. Okay, that's good. So, Excellent. Uh, can't get there with Washington, but also... Uh, The Charger game's tough, too, how they'll do. And I know your guy Mills has been disappointed. No, no. He's, he's got to do a better not, job. Hasn't been good. And Pierce needs more carries. Okay, we will run this down coming up next. Um, is that a potential survivor play for you? Yeah. We'll get into that. Other options that you're looking at for this week. And also, tease up, tease down, or pass this week in the NFL. That's coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on 
Hockey starts next Friday, and we're ready for all the action with the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Andy McNeil put it together in predictions for teams, players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch. Guide's a must-have with key insights and data for avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So, you are betting numbers, not teams. And Adam, with a couple hold-your-nose selections there. Yep. But I was thinking, coming into the week, as others were, Giants, maybe def- uh, possibly Detroit on Survivor. But now, if you don't have Sw- Swift and St. Brown, that's enormous. And again, you're asking Detroit something to do that they've only done twice in the last 31 games, which is to win by more than six. They are on a 10-2 and two ATS run, though, as well. And coming off a Terrible loss, tough loss in terms of uh, what happened and how they collapsed against the Vikings. But this, these are who are you going to use? So this, the, is, this is a tough week here. Those were your two options for the wheelbarrow bets. You got to put your you, you know right. what's in a wheelbarrow right. to go make the bet. Because to me, with three entries left, I feel good. Obviously about the Packers and the Eagles. But and again, a lot of people have used both of them already. Philly week one against the Lions, Philly against Washington, and maybe people want to save them. There are plenty of other weeks where you can use Philly. Packers, some people used them against Chicago on the Sunday night game. How many people felt good about the uh, Bengals last night? That's a good question. I don't know. They will not release. I don't think the circuit will not release until, I think, Saturday. Five o'clock. Correct. When Derek and Mike hit the air. So that's right. And remember last week, 25 different teams were selected. So, I mean, if you throw out some of there's some tough matchups here. You know what? Put a number on that. How many teams are going to be selected this week? If the number of entries remaining in Circus Survivor actually used 25 different teams, is that number cut in half this week? Mm. I think the, it would have to be. Yeah. The Browns, have been, not, not that a lot of people would use them anyways, but the Browns have been popular. A lot of people had them against the Jets out, but a lot of people also had them Thursday night against Pittsburgh. How many people will use the Cowboys? Well, here's the thing. like I mean, When you run is... down the entire card, how many games do you actually feel comfortable with? Right. The yes. list is like one. Yeah. It's well, Green Bay. That's pretty much it. I'm confident with Philly. But, Yeah. And then you have to save the, the Thanksgiving Day teams, too. So what do you want to do with Dallas? And certainly you have to save the Bills for that same reason. Taking on Detroit in the early game for on sure. Thanksgiving. This is not, I can't I mean, wait to you, see what the – can, can you really say give me the Steelers? I don't know what I'm going to get out of Zach Wilson. I don't know. But the, the Jets are getting support now. Down well, to three. How, how many teams would you rather have than the Steelers, though? It's not that big of a list. Would you rather have the right. Colts at home to Tennessee? No. Would you rather have the Cowboys at home to the Commanders? Yeah, that's a close one. Okay. That's right, right. Giants, Bears, forget about it, right? I would say... Well, you'd rather have the Giants no. and the Steelers? No. I'll take the Steelers with the with the Trubisky on the hot seat, Canada on the hot seat, okay. and, and the extra rest. Right now, early on a Friday morning, Lions or Steelers? Oh. I, I, still, I, I, I still have to go with the Lions. Don't forget how bad the Seahawks are. The defense, right. And the defense. I still think that when you yes. look at the overall power rating of uh, Survivor plays for this week, Lions have to be up on the list. That would be my opinion. Raiders? If you're okay. I mean, if you can sleep at night on Sunday night losing that ticket, uh-huh. then yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many I think you have to throw out. Arizona, Carolina, Rams, 49ers, Tampa Bay, Kansas City. I mean, how do you, you, can't, you can't do that, right? That's I mean, Buffalo, Baltimore? No. You're not going to do either one of those? Yeah, if you love the Bills, can't use them. Got to save no. them. Right. Got to save them. Maybe the Chargers are the play. Oh, boy. That's another one. Yeah, they'll be popular. I would think that'd be popular, too. Well, it depends uh, on because they, again, some people remember what they saw last, and they don't yeah. want to back a team that got blown out 38-10 to 10 at home at the window the next week. Yeah, that is fun to kick around. How many people will use the Chargers? And then what happened last year against Houston? Yeah. How about some teaser options for this week? Uh, The Saints, well, now up to nine because the Vikings are laying three. No way. So it was eight and a half. I want no part of it. Okay. I I don't disagree. I might might actually like the Saints. I would like the Saints more if it's going to be Andy Dalton. Because, again, Winston, who's hurt, continues to turn the ball over. Really? No, I like the Vikings either way. Number one in turnovers. and It was was ugly in that fourth quarter against Tampa. Uh, But, okay, fair enough. I will admit that we don't have a lot of the uh, traditional – two-team, six-point teaser legs this week. So what you're about to hear is stuff, stuff that you normally wouldn't tease, but uh, not a lot on the board to look at. The Bears plus nine at the Giants. Yeah, I can get on board with that and also love the under. 
between this uh, all these guys hurt with the wide receivers okay. and the fact that they couldn't stop the stop the run against Dallas. And uh, how about this? Seven games in a row, no touchdown in the first half for the Giants. Jesus. Yep. Uh, are you okay with the Ravens plus nine against the Bills? Well, no, because every Buffalo that's, wins a blowout. Uh, yeah, right, and that, that's got a high total. <laughs> yes. There's too much variance in this game. Yep. There, there could be. I mean, the Bills could win this. You're right. This game could be 41-30. Ravens are in it, but look at that. Oh, right. I can't cover the teaser at nine. Right. So I'm going to pass on that one. Do you, speaking of the Steelers-Jets, do you want Jets plus nine? I do not. I don't know what I'm going to get out of Wilson. What was it? They went 3-10 and 10 with him last year. Some people. Didn't Mike Palm say it? Didn't Mike Palm prefer Flacco? Was it him? That's, Is it Mike who said it? Okay. That, that, right. That's, uh, so that's, I don't know what this kid's going to do. You and, want to do Eagles down to a half a point? Yeah, I think the Eagles win. Quite clear on that one? I'd, I'd rather, right. I, could, I'd, I think it's more, more likely that the Eagles blow them out than uh, Jacksonville pulls the upset. All right. You can take the Commanders plus nine. Again, not a typical number here at the Cowboys. I can't do it. No. I, I think Carson Wentz is going to be in for a long day. I think you're right. Cardinals plus seven and a half at the Panthers. I'm on board. Okay. I'm fully on board with the Cardinals. I just need to find a dance partner with it. You tried to shoot it down earlier. Uh, again, I listened. I can't, I can't do it. I'd rather go Denver in, in Los Angeles. I think, that's, I think Denver plus eight and a half is also. The, the Raiders have to blow them out, basically. They have to win by more than, they have to win by two scores. Are the Raiders going to do that? Mm-hmm. I think the Raiders will win the game. I like them to win the game in a close game, but the Broncos plus eight and a half on a teaser leg. Also, on Monday night, you can grab the Rams plus seven and a half. Are the Niners in any shape right now to, to beat the Should they be favored in the game? I don't even know about that right now. Well, history says yes, but I, with, you have to have concerns about Jimmy that with the rust factor and not getting a camp in a preseason and being told to stay away. The last three are my favorite teaser legs of the entire weekend. Rams, Broncos, and, and Cardinals. So, uh, I also wanted to point this out. We have three games of data so far this year. So, don't get mm-hmm. nuts with this, but I, it's some maybe some intriguing numbers here. How about some first-half bets and teams that get off to really good starts? Your Eagles are the best team in the league. They've, they're averaging 24 points per game in the first half. Yep. 24. That's coaching. Next closest, the Ravens, 17.3. So, they're, they're a touchdown better than the second-best team. The Lions are averaging 16.7 points per game in the first half. Titans, Browns, Chiefs, Rams, 14.7. The fewest points per game in the first half. Giants are averaging three. After three games, they play the Bears. Bears are averaging 6.7 points per game in the first half. (laughs) God. Saints, terrible job coming out of the gates. Averaging 3.3 points in the first half. Cardinals, 4.3, same as the Colts. Commanders 4-7, and the Buccaneers are averaging five points per game in the first half. How about most points per game allowed? Cardinals, nearly 19 points. Seahawks, almost 17. Commanders, 16. Falcons, 16. Bears, 15. Jets, 14.7. And the fewest points per game allowed in the first half so far, the Niners have allowed a field goal. That's it. That's wow. One field goal in the first half. Very good. Cowboys are allow, uh, allowing six. Rams 6.3, Buccaneers 6.7, Jags and Eagles 7. I know I ran through that quickly, but I wanted to get to this. So that means good matchups here. Maybe Panthers minus a half or on the money line against the Cardinals because of how bad the Cardinals are on offense and on defense. The Rams 49ers under 21 might make some sense. Cowboys minus 2.5 against the Commanders. Lions minus 3 against the Seahawks because of how bad the Seahawks are in the first half. And the Buccaneers Chiefs under 22.5. Some possible games to maybe look at. Just on so far, three games might mean something, might mean nothing kind of deal. Can I, can I interest you in highest scoring game of the week? Minnesota, New Orleans, 15 to 1. You always can. Because you see fireworks in that game. I well, love these props. You I'm, played that you, but you said you like the under in the game. I know, but I'm just look, I see those odds though that are pretty high. If it's Winston. Garbage time, right? Pick sixes, turnovers. Pick sixes. Do something late. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Jets game is twenty to one. Tennessee India is sixteen to one. I could see that. Bills Detroit Bills Baltimore the favorite. Also Seattle Detroit as well. Cleveland Atlanta plus yes. six fifty. I'm in. I can see that okay. one. Uh, okay. no, I want a better number. You want though. a better number? All right. Yeah. Jacksonville Phillies eight to one. That's that good. could do it. Do more of these props coming up. Great job, guys. Good graphic. Here we go. Time for the pro tip of the hour. Available for subscribers at vsin.com. We do one every single hour, so you're going to get at least twenty every single day. Available. 
for VEASAN Pro subscribers at VEASAN.com. You're not betting teams. You are betting numbers. This is why the best handicappers will end up backing bad teams. You just heard Adam Chernoff. He made the case for like two or three god-awful teams. Not betting teams, you're betting numbers. Keep that in mind when it comes to uh, any sport. Up next, more of the NFL. How does 15-1 ATS as a dog after a loss sound? We'll tell you who that is coming up on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.